0: And welcome to Running in Circles. This is episode 68. I am Mike Hilmer. Today I'm joined by Mr. Kenny Perrin. Hello. Mr. Todd Standring. Hi. Mr. Ryan Miller. I, I am here. And Mr. Lucas Kowalski. Hello. hello welcome hello. back. Whoop, whoop, 69.4. Yeah.
1: Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> Almost there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's, C- it's minus the first two hours. Day football
0: season. Fuck yes, Kenny's very excited.
2: I am the most hyped. I live for it. This is my time of year. It's Fantasy, of gambling. Year. Did your Did your boss nights.
0: finally give you some time Sundays off? I coming? have
2: this Sunday off. Holy oh shit! Oh my yeah. god! I have this Sunday off. I'm probably soft, just wear boxers and drink all day and enjoy myself. Love it. Sounds, Sa- like, sounds like football to me. Sounds yeah, like
3: a dude. Sunday. Don't tell me you have to work on Monday. Yeah, I do. It's okay. Uh, I've, uh, I've mastered uh, the art of
2: going in with a hangover, and by mastering, I mean if I throw up, I just throw up somewhere and put sawdust on it. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we have tech for that. Yeah. Sawdust. 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 It's like sawdust. a fucking gas bill at the yeah. gas station. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. get the dust. No, nope, just threw up in the warehouse. No big deal. Just throw some dust on it, baby. <laughs> Got my guys trained. Get, this, get the sawdust. <laughs> you just wear,
1: you wear like a pack with dust on the back.
2: We have a we That's have nice. a, um, a vacuum hooked up to our miter saw, and you just take the lid off the vacuum and get a handful of it and. Don't so, Sprinkle it out oh, on the puke. Go. Makes it easy to sweep up later. Is so, this so a
1: child laborer follows you around all no. day with a bucket of sawdust <laughs> just in case? No, It's it's
2: attached to the miter saw. I just explained it. <laughs> uh, Fuck. Oh,
1: it's like a real sad version <laughs> of <laughs> the flower girl at the wedding. <laughs> Follow Uncle Ken around and keeps the puke. The sawdust girl. <laughs>
4: <laughs> walking down the
0: walking down aisle six
4: <laughs> oh, that's the, it's like hello that's I'm
0: amazing. Kenny nice to meet you this is my dust girl oh
3: boy <laughs> and a dust and pan girl
0: oh, oh, man.
5: Oh.
0: all right yep wow good puking story to start off things yeah <laughs> and it didn't it's even great. happen yet
4: yeah right. <laughs> Next
1: time. Holy On episode crap, 69. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we'll do a live vomiting. Live vomit <laughs> session. Oh, yes. Terrible. Bring some sawdust. <laughs> Just bring the girl. Oh, oh
5: God.
0: God. That sounds That's terrible. terrible. Oh, wow. It's got dark fans. Yeah. yeah. Where the fuck is this going? Anyways. Uh, What's up? We, What have you guys been playing? What have you been doing for the last month? Uh, Slash uh, like a year, Luke.
1: Uh... Probably been European, I've been <laughs> t- European.
3: Uh, been you, playing a lot of uh, my favorite game so far uh, this year. F one. I was gonna say, I yep. guess it's yeah, it's an F one game. Yep. Um, <laughs> of really into the racing. F one two thousand nineteen made by uh, Codemasters. Of course, Codemasters always makes fantastic racing games. Yep. Only make uh, racing games now, right? Yep. I think so. Exclusively. Exclusively. Yeah. And um, the. The realism of all the tracks and the driving is really, really great. It's it's really spot on. The tracks are accurate. The drivers, for the most part, are really accurate. The season mode is very challenging. Uh, I've got to the point where I'm playing an expert mode, which I'm not winning a lot of races, but when I do win, it's extremely rewarding. And I'm sweating, and I have, like, under boob sweat Ooh. on my T-shirt. Is that, like, no assists? There's some assists, uh, you know. Uh, I wish I had a steering wheel for it. Okay. Then I would definitely go with the no assists and whatnot. Is it,
1: like, increased uh, like wear on the tires and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that?
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
3: So in, I only do 25% of the race. So on average depending on how long the track is you're doing about I don't know 12 laps for a long long race and maybe 18 laps for shorter distance races that's pretty fair. but that's you not still too long. but be, so based on the rules of f1 you have to pit at least once to change your tires to a different compound of tires okay so it gets very technical. Um, But what I really like about it too is almost like an RPG thing where the more you do for practice, you have simulation programs that you go through to improve your skills and you gain resource points. And from those resource points, you can um, develop your durability of the parts of the car. You can get better aerodynamics, you can get better chassis, or you can get a better power unit. And over the course of the entire season, you can uh, make your car progressively better. Compared to the rest of the field. Does that
1: carry over season to season? Like, are you expected to win that first season? Or do you work on, like, a longer... So, essentially, it's a 10-season career. Okay.
3: So, you sign on as a rookie. And usually, you're going to sign on a lower-tier team. Which, their car isn't as great. So, they have lower expectations for you. So, they expect you to finish at, like, 12th or 11th. Got it. Something like that. But once you get better and better and better as you progress during your career, then the top-tier teams like a Mercedes or a Ferrari or a Red Bull, they will pick you up. And they, But the expectation is you you have to get first place or you have to get a podium. You have to qualify or beat rivals um, a certain amount of times throughout the year. So it does get progressively harder. The one thing that I don't like about the game is the realism factor from season to season. So, for instance... Um, in true Formula One, in the actual sport, um, the top teams are Mercedes, Ferrari, and Red Bull. Okay. They're always winning races. But I'm sorry, when I changed, Red Bull makes cars, or are they just a sponsor? They sponsor. Okay, I was confused because the other two are cars. I was like, what the fuck? Um, and then everyone Actually, else, they have two and teams. then there's pretty much everywhere else. There's everyone else, pretty much. Gotcha. But when you progressed from one, when i progressed from one season to another all of a sudden your middle or bottom teams are all of a sudden now the best mm. which in real life that has that does not does happen. happen that's mm. just not real and drivers are way too overpowered and and cars are overpowered and whatnot but other than that it's a very fun game the multiplayer is okay there's a lot of assholes on there that their whole point is just to crash into you Oh or man! then you're just screwed you know especially if it's a five lap race and your front wing is gone you have to pit but you've just pretty much threw away the race yep. can but you it's play still with fun no collisions yes you can okay yes you can but it's right. still it's still fun <laughs> um it's not real the real it, thing is, but it's a lot of fun is
1: there any of the team stuff like they do in grid where you have other people on your team like ai racers that you're mm-hmm.
3: working with too so, they're real drivers based on real F1 seasons. Okay. So, your buddy is another F1 driver. Okay. And you both, there's an individual championship, and there's a constructor's championship. So, essentially, there's two championships going at the same time. What team are you on? Right now, I'm on the Renault team. Mm-hmm, that
2: sucks. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I was on the Williams team. That's even worse. Yeah, it's even worse. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But it's so a lot of fun. F1 guy over here. Yeah, Kenny's now a big fan of F1. Oh, Thanks fa- to gambling. Big fan and of fantasy. gambling on F1. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who's in first place again, Luke?
3: Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Um, it's me. It's still right. half the season. That's, a right. That's right. it's yeah, me. I know.
1: What a fucking heel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. This guy. He's the guy with the huge hat ripping bucks at the fucking F1 race. <laughs> but I would like, yeah, the buffet was all right. Who
0: brought the NASCAR fan? Um, yeah, right. <laughs>
3: But all in all, if you really want a solid racing game and get and, get, uh, <laughs> and you know kidding. more of a sport, not like Forza where it's very you know arcadey, um, definitely get F one two thousand nineteen. Graphics are amazing. You'll have a fun time. You'll put some. I've put in at least maybe a hundred hours Holy into it. Holy fuck! Especially with is the it, limited time that I Is it running at like sixty
0: have. or is it thirty? How's it? How's it run? Sixty. Run the sixty. Full four K.
3: Full four K. Nice Xbox. So it's really nice. Very crisp um and yeah it's it's just a fantastic game that sounds rad fantastic racing dope game. yeah
1: i always see him on steam and i'm like yeah he's european never gonna play that but it looks cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fun i it's used fun. to yeah i used to love the the motorcycle games moto gp yeah, yep. i was so that. bad at those games God.
3: I tried the last one. It was just too difficult to with the, Super the rear and yeah,
1: yeah I it just was I weird. couldn't do it. Super I had hard. a lot of free time as a youth and like road rash. Yeah.
4: Road rash was oh, that's not the same type of game. Right? No, no. This, no. Is uh, like this is like you adjust
2: bike racing. Simulation <laughs> yeah. bike racing. Yeah, this was like <laughs>
1: adjust the width of your bike. And that's like so weird. The compound of your tires and width of your front versus the, your back tires. And power slides <laughs> and jumps. Fuck that, <laughs> stupid.
0: Super bikes are cool. They are cool. That game was very hard. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I have not been playing any racing games. Um, (laughs)
0: Me either, but I do want to pick up that Lego expansion for Forza. Oh yeah, it looks really cool. It does look
1: fun. I I actually did play a little bit of Forza, and I was like, oh, this Mm game's still really good. Yep,
0: it's still Forza. Still looks and plays great.
1: Yeah, I just I get overwhelmed. I'm like, "Ah, there's so much shit to do, and there's no, um, like limit. Limitation. They don't give you as too many limitations, like enough limitations, I think, in that. Because now you can play like any race series with any car, pretty much. So it's much. just so like it's
0: infinite a, options and. Yeah, uh, it's, it's just it's like, what car do you want? Option drive? paralysis. Nah, There's no like, direction. Yeah, I
1: want to be told way like, too what. That's way what I liked eat. about the Gran Turismo games. It's like this ultra specific. It's like, oh, you have to use like Japanese cars from like the 1980s. It's like, mm-hmm. I missed that Yeah, Yeah, it, it is hard to figure out in the Forza yeah. series. It's
4: just like, I, wait, I can use this. Mini Cooper and this
1: off-road like, <laughs> right, like right, because they generate like a fake series based yeah. off what car you're in, rather yeah, than yeah. saying like, "Hey, get in," and this then they car. make a. Unless you go to like the really specific
0: like gears. mountainside ones, or where you think, like, "Oh, you need yeah. to pick one of your trucks or a rally car mm-hmm. or something," but, yeah. I mean, you can
3: essentially beat that game with just using four cars. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, That's all you, you really you need.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just making it more accessible for yeah. people who are bad at racing games, right, right, right. like me. me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But it's Forza, and it's always going to be good, and it's always going to be fun.
0: Yeah. yeah, and it always looks insane. I think so.
3: Japan is where they're going next. Nice. That would be For fucking awesome. Be Forza 5, that's what I yeah. heard wow. recently. It's
2: a logical next step. Mm-hmm. That
0: would Yeah, that would be cool. Well, I liked gonna, what they did in the last one. so They're
2: going to spit up Motorsport 8 before that. So I would assume. Yeah. yeah. I would assume.
0: Mm. 6 is on ga- uh, Games of Gold right now, Forza 6. I saw that.
1: I downloaded it. I'll I probably I gotta, never play it, but I was like, I'm getting it. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to scoop
0: that. Exactly. Speaking of Game Pass, oh shit! Oh. no game came to Game Pass, Locking. Slay the Spire.
3: Oh,
1: oh. Downloaded it, I haven't did tried it? it yet.
5: I think
0: yeah.
3: I knew that, and
1: I haven't played oh. it
0: yet. I've put about 20 hours into oh, that now. Oh,
1: that's a lot more than I thought you were going to say.
0: And then bought it on Switch as well, oh. so that oh, oh, my boy. wife could huh. play it while I was whammy. playing Xbox. <laughs> it's fucking great. If you, oh, like de- you? if you like deck building games, it's fucking great um we've we've already kind of gone over what the game is but it's fucking awesome but it also made me download a game on my phone another (laughs) deck building game Uh called meteor fall and it's very similar it's just a deck building game but you're playing one card at a time instead of a hand of five cards at a time and it's the same type of thing you pick uh, a hero at the beginning uh you're trying to get to the end of a boss rush you're getting cards you're removing cards you're getting upgrades to cards and building things it's like three bucks totally worth the price huh. super fun it has like a weird like renin stimpy look to the animation <laughs> and art in it um and it's all like it's by a company called skull works Never heard of them. i hadn't heard of him either Ooh. i i just after playing slay the spire i was like i need a phone like this that i can play at work like on my lunch break and i didn't have the switch version yet oh. so i was like and google it came up and it's been really fun that's uh, cool uh, Another highly recommended game. Have you
1: game. finished Slay the Spire with any of the characters?
0: I have not. I've made it to the third boss. Okay. And, and that's as far as I've gotten.
1: Have you just played the warrior guy or have you played any of the other guys? Uh, the yet? defect
0: is my character.
1: The defect. So the weird robot? The man. robot
0: with the orbs. Okay. He's my favorite.
1: He's strange.
0: He's very strange, but he's also super powerful.
1: He is. Yeah. That's maybe, yeah. That's maybe why you haven't finished. The builds on that guy are a little... They're weird. They're very strange. Um, I
0: played a bunch with the second guy as well. Over. I kind of just wanted to like get a feel for the characters. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, I'm probably gonna go back and just try to beat it with the ironclad dude because mm-hmm. he seems like the most obvious choice.
1: He, yeah, he's his mechanics are a little simpler. There's like yeah. only a few sort of um, archetypes you can try to to build for. Um, the one I would advocate for is the strength the strength build. The one that gets you. Gives you like a passive boost on any card you play moving forward in the battle. That's you just, cool. You just boost your. There's strength, one. Doesn't? There's one
0: card you can get that just your hand doesn't go away. Oh, have you, you seen carry that? It over you just next, carry it over to the next turn, yeah. so you just have like 14 cards by the end of the the match. Yeah. It's kind of insane. It's that game is really, really well, good. people need to play that. Yeah, it's, was, on game, it's on Game Pass, so play it.
1: Yeah, that's free. I know, I want to talk. free. Yeah, more. it's
0: one It's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, I'll try this mm-hmm. 15 hours later. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, I tried it. <laughs> it's oh, real good. It's
1: <laughs> fucked. 15 <laughs> well, hours. The reason it's so good is, is because, uh, what's that other game that came out last year or the year before with the mechs, that simple strategy game? Uh,
0: Into the Breach. Yeah,
1: it's that same sort of satisfaction where there's not that much randomness and they tell you essentially what the enemies are going to do Yeah. so you always have some form of information you're never making an uninformed decision that's cool, so Which, no randomization to it that yeah there gonna, is, you, you're but get pissed it's at. yeah, it's telegraphed yeah, so, so it's cool. like while you do get boned by it sometimes, the majority of the time you know exactly what's coming and you can plan for it yep, so. that's cool that's why it's so satisfying. Fuck, that game is good. God damn it. It's really
0: good. <laughs> well, played, a, played a bunch of it.
1: While, while we're on the topic of games like this, <laughs> I played Dicey Dungeons. Uh,
0: yes, you were talking to us about Dicey that. Dungeons. Are it's, there uh, dice
1: involved? There are dice involved. Oh, and it's a game I would just fucking like game. the other one. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a good news. There's a lot of way to modify the dice rolls. Okay. Uh, So it's pretty much the same structure as slay the spire not really uh it doesn't have those same events right with like Mm the role-playing part of it it's just uh mechanics right so it plays like i don't know like yahtzee on crack uh (laughs) not at all that's not an apt description uh but yeah it's like level based right there's five levels you're going through you level up as you go uh you start with Uh, two or three dice there's some different characters there's more characters than slay the spire there's six i think and you unlock them as you go and then there's six tiers of difficulty for each character that you unlock um so the way it starts is you have yeah three dice i think and you roll them to start your turn um and then you have equipment in your backpack uh which is just a thing that shows up on your screen that is a thing that you can put the dice in that does something so it's like oh you have one that the starting one i think is the sword which is just like you throw a dice in it and you hit for the amount that the dice says so like you throw a four in it you swing for four that's it but then you can't use that thing again on that attack step so you have a certain number of dice and then a certain number of things that will accept those dice um, and those things that accept the dice will only take certain kinds of dice. So some of them might take only odds. Some of them might take only evens. Some of them might take greater than three, less than three. Um, and the warrior's permanent ability that he has up on the screen, it's a thing that you can use up to three times per attack step where you can reroll a die. Hmm. So it might, you might have the sword, which is like, oh, I can drop any die in there and swing for that amount. But then you might have one that's like, oh, this one only takes even, uh, but I only have like a three and a one. You can re-roll it with his uh, special equipment, right? Um, And then each guy also has an ultimate ability. So as you take damage, you build up a meter where you can use your ultimate ability. I forget what his is, but one of the other characters is it just turns all your dies to sixes or something like that, which is crazy. Um, And depending on, you know, which... Thing, like which uh, equipment you have, like sixes, can be very good. Um, then you might have a special power that just like, oh, duplicate all dice. So you can chain together combos where you're like, okay, I have now five dice. I'm going to turn them all to sixes, and then I'm going to duplicate them. So there's a lot of manipulation wow. and shit you can do uh, that you need to do. Uh, Sounds like a deck-building game. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> um, and, and you, but you, so it's cool. It has like a Resident Evil-style puzzle of your equipment right so you can only hold a, it's like a grid you know it's like oh, a yeah. whatever 12 by 6 or something of, of space where you can hold your equipment um, so you have to choose you have a backpack where you can store the equipment and then you have like an active equipment so you can swap things in and out and it's about managing space like the more powerful uh, weapons and abilities take up more space on this like grid um, yeah
0: like the the briefcase in resident evil exactly yeah
1: um but then there's upgrade shops that you can get along the way that you can heal at you can get what you- do you buy it? what do you Sorry. buy it? yeah exactly <laughs> uh you can get new equipment you can buy like things that heal you and you can also upgrade equipment which gives you a better like if you really like one that you're using or if you're synergizing really well with one of your equipments and like your special ability you can upgrade one which just makes a better version of it. And some of the weapons, it'll like split the space it takes up in half. Huh. So it doesn't make it a better item, but it'll make it take up like half as much space. And then there's ones that let you like duplicate an item. So you could upgrade one so it takes up half the amount of space and then, and then duplicate, duplicate it. it. So you have two of that same item in but the it same only space. takes up one yeah. slot. So it's just a fucking basic like board game. Thing that's why it's fun. It's like oh, I'm gonna be as efficient as possible and reroll these things and allocate these dice perfectly. And I'm gonna get the equipment I need and do this. Um, And when you level up to full, you your increases your max HP and you heal to full. Um, So there's like a little little grid you go around where you can either choose to fight a guy, heal with shit that's on the map, or go to the shop. So it's like oh, I'm gonna fight a few guys, get low, or pick up this health, pick up that health go fight the next guy oh i'll probably level up so i don't need to grab this health over here i'll save that for after shit like that um and then there's a boss at the end and then you win and uh, yeah it's fun the theme of it's like it's like a cut paper sort of goofball fucking popcorn movie thing i don't know it's like (laughs) a weird uh i don't know it it does nothing for me but (laughs) the game is awesome it's like just playing a Single player board game. Is basically, <laughs> what I play now, so that's I it. The one to play with. It's fucking good though. It's fifteen bucks. I would recommend it to anybody. I think it's only on the PC because uh, the menu. I don't know the, the menu. Mouse control. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing that's actually kind of annoying—not annoying, but it might freak some people out—is there's the, the dice show up on the bottom and you can like drag them around, but they don't lock into like a grid. <laughs> So they oh, just kind of so like, like lose the dice, hang day out, floating around. <laughs> yeah, it was just total PC weird thing. <laughs> like if it was on that, it, they would just lock in. But they're just like free, free <laughs> moving dice. Fun fucking game.
0: Cool. Sounds yeah. cool. Dicey
1: Dungeons.
0: Luke, you were telling me about a game you played that was one of the best games you've ever played.
3: Oh man, wow! Recent, recently? recently,
4: recently,
0: yeah. New game or old game? It's a Game well, Pass game, I think. It's a ga- <laughs> no, it's not.
3: It is not a Game Pass game. Um, I just kind of. I was searching just on new games one day um, on the Xbox Game Store just because I felt like I I just kind of feel like buying an arcade game. There was this one game, $15. It's called Far Lone Sales. Uh, It came out on PC back in, I think, uh, 2017. But I guess it was recently released on uh, Xbox and it got really. Big reviews, like big ratings. Um, it was $15, it was on sale. And the point of the game is, um, and one of you guys described it perfectly when we were talking about it, is pretty much you're in this post apocalyptic world, and you have this massive machine, which is a car that you have to get from one end of the world to the other. But there's puzzles and there's obstacles that you have to go through.
4: I recently looked at this game. Now I know what you're talking about. It's got like that FTL type of like you can see yep. all the rooms inside yep. your car, yep. your, your vehicle. Uh, exactly. As you go from like left to right. Yeah, like that ant farm kind of view. I, I looked at that and I was like, this looks
3: kind of cool. It's really, it's really fun to play. Um, so pretty much you have this car. Or I call it a car because it essentially is a car.
0: It's like a train looking Tra- thing or something. Locomotive yeah.
3: kind of thing. And inside, you have to give it gas or trash. Trash is energy. You put it into this um, little converter, it goes into your energy. And then it goes and goes and goes, and then it creates Steam, and every once in a while you have to release the Steam. The Steam creates a boost for you to go faster. Hmm. Um, and then huh. sometimes... Sounds a little bit like a board game, Luke.
1: <laughs>
0: Sounds a little bit like a management sim. It's yeah. a management sim, and yeah. that's, exact, that's exactly what it is. Huh. And
3: throughout the world, you're also adding pieces to the vehicle, like you're going to add actual sales you're gonna add us um, like a vacuum that will suck up all the trash from the world so then it gets stored in your car so then you can just put it into the uh, the burner to create energy it's a it's a lot of fun it's very it's definitely one of those games you can sit on your couch it's very peaceful you can kind of like zoom out from the world and just watch it's very calming music it definitely reminds me a little bit of uh, unravel how it's very calm. You know, you're just kind of playing. It's simple puzzles, not nothing too crazy. Um, it's it's just a really fantastic game, and I really got into it. It's not long. That's the only thing that I did um, didn't like about it. It was only I think I beat it in four hours. That's
4: fine. It's perfect. That perfect. It's pretty good for fifteen dollars. Yeah, so like, not, yeah. Terrible.
3: not terrible. Not terrible. Money. Yeah. Like- yeah. And then also, you know, there's things that can break in the ship or in the locomotive, so you have to extinguish fires. And then eventually you get a little repair kit. It's a moving fallout
0: shelter, basically. Pretty much. Yeah, that's that's uh, kind yeah. of what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah.
3: And then there's obstacles from the world that you have to. There's a hailstorm. Then if you're out in the hailstorm, it's going to damage your vehicle. So you have to get into shelter. There's a lot of moving pieces, and but it's definitely it's a plate. Is spin.
4: there any like replayability after the four hours? Not, your, you know, to be honest, is it not so really. It's like a story based kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, not I, much of a I story. Love shit like that, but I mean, not much of a story. You're there's talking to the you play the game
0: once a year, and that's also a game that you usually play once, maybe. So yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like, it, it might, it depends on the person, too. Yeah. Like if you're sure. really into if it the it gives gameplay. me that feeling exactly. of like, yeah.
4: holy shit, this game is unreal. Like, then, then I'll That's, probably play it fierce. through, even though I know all of it. Yeah. That's definitely the feeling I got from this game. All right, and so, what's all interesting,
3: right. too, is not there is not one word spoken throughout the well, whole I game. Mean, it's like inside. <laughs> like you <laughs> yeah. basically or, make
0: um, up your own story. So. And you
3: figure it out as you go. I, yeah, There's no I, directions. I There's no tutorial. You just figure it well, out. It's
0: like uh, that other game you also recommended to me, the Kingdom Two Crowns. Yep. Where it's just like you kind of just go in and start doing stuff, and the world starts progressing. And it looks cool, and you don't know what the hell's going on. And then... Eventually, I just hit, hit a wall with that game, but it was yep. still really calming, yep. and it was just kind of like, oh, I can just sit back and enjoy this and not have to think. That
3: game, you just keep going, though. You yeah, keep going, yeah. you keep going, you keep going. Where this, there's, a, there's an A, there's a B, and that's it. But any, it's a very fun game.
1: Are there any romance options? There is not. Oh, romance <laughs> options. <laughs> what? I mean, in a management. Unless suit? You, I unless, was just thinking, you know, know, maybe there's like a lonely engineer. If you want to in the coal room.
3: <laughs> fuck a barrel. <laughs>
1: Alright. Okay. <laughs> but um. it's a
3: very fun game. I highly recommend it, especially if you have that four or five hours to kill. And just relax.
1: That's yeah. Honestly, it sounds like a game I would really enjoy. Yeah.
3: And it's on PC, so I'm sure it's cheaper on PC. Probably. And probably just looks
1: pull the levers, make the resources. Into the things. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. Optimize them so they do Optimize it by themselves. The stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Spreadsheets. So
4: far, loan sales. I think I will probably check that out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Speaking of inside, uh, I, I finished uh, The Outer Wilds the other day.
0: Nice, nice.
4: Very yeah. similar type of feeling towards the end of that game.
0: I started playing that game and then destroyed my ship within three seconds and to start, to start, decided to start over, and I haven't done it yet.
4: Oh, really? Yeah. Really? So, yeah, you, uh, you there's a lot of stuff that you have to learn yeah. about that game before. Because like, I just like, took off, off, and I was like, what is that? going on? And I uh, ran right into it a building, my ship exploded. Pretty, I was like, well, oh, I think I'll play this again. It actually gets pretty easy to fly the ship once you like learn the controls and, and just get used to it, really. I mean... It's no like Elite Dangerous. It's definitely yeah, yeah. harder to fly than something like No Man's Sky, but it's 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 kinda in between those. Uh but like story wise, the story was fucking incredible. The story was absolutely incredible. That's awesome. Uh, and it's got that like witnessy type more of a mist type feel than the witness, because I would I'd actually say Outer Wilds has harder puzzles than The Witness. Oh, okay. Um, especially when you get towards the end wow. because you're doing like Multi planet puzzles wow. um, on like a time crunch.
0: Ooh, yeah, okay. Well, but it's the...
4: not it's not a, it's not a ridiculous time crunch. It's, it's just, not. Yeah, you just have to time certain things during certain moments within the game. So like the and it's 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 like mist where precise. Like you, could, yeah. you could load it up, and if you know how to beat the game within ten minutes, you beat the game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like they're, well, they're, right. like, which it makes it really cool because. There's it's kind of witnessy. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, six planets and a few moons that you can go to, but uh, the planets themselves are accessible from the beginning. So, it, so you could go to like this one planet and learn about like this alien race, which is basically the premise of the game. You're trying to learn why this alien race was in your solar system like thousands of years before. Like you,
1: you're race ever existed precursor aliens yeah basically mm. jack precursor and daxter aliens. they build the pyramids
4: <coughs> but it's got yeah, it, it ties every it's got like a type of lost story to it like mm. a lot of mystery to it but it ties everything up and oh a so not lost little but yeah exactly oh. <laughs> well oh. the beginning of it feels like that yeah, it's like yeah. got that like sort of mystery to it and then but they explain Every single detail about like why you're doing what you're doing, who these people were, and and yeah, it sounds awesome. I really need to get into it. I need to fucking play that. The music is unbelievable, uh, and each like planet has its own type of weird mechanic. But that mechanic gets deeper and deeper. You can't you can't see it from the beginning. Like you're just like oh this is just this planet and it does this weird stuff and I've got to go and read all this stuff. But you might find something else out on another planet that will allow you to get a little bit further and progress to an area in that planet that you haven't seen before. And there's hmm. and the mechanics that they introduce are very different than anything I've ever seen huh. in a video game. Cool. So I highly recommend that game. I,
0: it's on my list. I will it definitely took me play
4: it. a lot longer than I thought it was going to take me because I got stumped a few times pretty hard. Mm. And there is also kind of like a frightening... Aspect to the game that I was just like, no, nah, I don't want to stay. Jump away from scary that. stuff. I yeah. want to th- not really jump scary, just like not getting approved. You, you kind of feel a little helpless, and you get better at that specific area, but that specific area is also very integral to beating the game. So there were a couple moments where I had to like try something like three or four times over and over again before I actually was able to do it. But that that's pretty much the only gripe I have about it. Everything else was perfect. Yeah. Nice. It's on Game Pass, right? It is on Game Pass. Yep,
0: I have it downloaded. Like I said, I tried it, and I crashed my ship yep. within the first, like, 20 so, minutes of
4: the game. So the cool thing about the game is there's absolutely zero penalty for dying. Like, zero penalty for That's dying, good. except you're the only penalty is you're not in the same spot you were when you started. Yeah. Like but you can get to that spot within <laughs> a couple minutes every time.
0: So does the ship, like... Go away? Do you have to, like, repair the ship type of stuff? Or is it, like... The ship
4: does break yeah. uh, sometimes. Because that can, was my problem. The ship sometimes just like you can like break planes. it to the point that it splits in half yep. and you can't repair it That's anymore. That's what happened. <laughs> but then you just, like... Then you just give up and, and start back over and, and go at it again. And then you get better at flying and, and yeah. you start landing on some really small shit, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's cool, though. But there's also an autopilot in it. That's that cool. you That I use almost every time because... It's hard to gauge how fast you're going when you're approaching a planet. So I just click on autopilot, let it slow me down. And then there's a little button that will show you a camera from underneath your ship that you can kind of like hover around the planet and land wherever you want. So you can (laughs) switch to that when you're near the planet and then go around the entire planet, find the area you want to land on, land on it, and then just get out of your ship. Video games are getting weird yeah that's yeah. so cool i love it and there's so much
1: weird shit
4: that's out now it's like fuck mm-hmm. yeah I, ve- I very much recommend that it's like i said it's gonna take a lot of thinking to beat it but that's why it reminded me of the witness like the puzzles have nothing to do with how the puzzles and the witness work those are very singular like you're solving this one puzzle in front of you this is more like hey, I have to pay attention to this story because they told me something about this area and I like, um, need to reread that a few times before I figure out, oh yeah, I've got to do this. And then you have that like aha moment. and You're like, holy shit. Fuck. Yeah, it's very good. Damn it. I'll,
0: I'll say the one game that I was not very rewarding when I beat it was the new Wolfenstein.
4: Oh, no. Oh, I, Young I Blood? totally forgot about it since yeah. the last yeah. <laughs> so podcast. The
0: problem with that game is that there's no checkpoint system. Basically, Uh, when you die, you just you come back into the world wherever you entered the world. So, like the last boss is like, oh no, the most annoying. I hate these kind of stories. It's the most annoying fucking thing (laughs) on the planet. Where there's like four stages, one of them's in the air, and you have to like try to. I got him down really close to beating it and then died and had to go th- traverse the entire level, the entire thing again. No. Three times. Thank to, you. Three times to beat it to the point where on my third time I just Dude. dropped it down to easy and said, fuck it, I'm beating this game. Be so How could
3: they do that? I mean, they usually. In their well, it's because games... des-
0: it's designed to be a co op game and I was playing it oh. sing- single player. No. So usually when you die, there's someone there to revive you and it's fine. But when you're playing single player, your AI dies. W- You have three shared lives, so your AI dies within the first five minutes of the fight. And then you die, and you have to run back. It's super annoying. Uh, Apparently, they have patched it. They've added a pause button, so you can actually pause.
3: Uh, (laughs) That's good. Zip pause.
0: Because it was always online before, so you couldn't pause the game. Now, when you're playing single player, you can pause it. And they added checkpoints in. And uh, the rest of the stuff is still kind of cool. It's just those... Those areas just gated me off to the point where I was just like, I never want to play this game again. Yeah, I hate Uh, it. Story stuff sets up Wolfenstein 3 to both be a prequel and a sequel to Wolfenstein 2. Ooh. uh, To this story, rather. So you'll Hmm. see, because this story goes like way in the future after Hitler's already gone, the United States is liberated. So it seems like you're going to go back and experience a lot of that stuff, but then you're going to move forward past what happened in Youngblood and... Go further from there, which is pretty cool. That's cool. Um, it's good to see them I mean, not like just the story doing the, stuff. Ex- the story stuff. Is the best part of Wolfenstein, yeah. and there's two cutscenes or three cutscenes in this whole thing, ah. oh. and okay. they're the most interesting part yeah. of the entire thing. So yeah. if you can get a cheap play, it pass. otherwise just pass. Yeah, Game Pass. Game Pass. Yeah, Game Pass. <laughs> bye so, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, so
0: other than that, that, I have (laughs) another game I've been playing too, but I can let somebody else talk if they want to right now.
1: Uh, Kenny, have anything to say? Yeah, what about Kenny? What's up? What's (laughs) up, Kenny? Just sleeping. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Kenny.
2: Sleeping in the corner.
1: (laughs) That's fine. I haven't played anything new. That's not true. Yeah, it is We played a lot of Overwatch together. We did play a lot of Overwatch. And Overwatch Overwatch is always a new game because it keeps reinventing itself. (laughs) It's true. And And it's coming out on Switch. A lot of Baptiste. Yeah. You have been playing a lot lot of of the Caribbean Rum Smuggler. Just just saving lives. Yeah. Kenny's healing. Who knew? It's the late game. Wow. That's not... the, the, Kenny, as he ages like a fine wine, likes to play support characters in his late, <laughs> uh, early to mid-30s. Loves playing support. Um, I like his kit. I he's like got it. a good kit. It's
2: different. It's it not is your different. traditional it healer. It is different. It's kind of like more aware. It's, you can still do stuff that's, that's fun and damage You can shoot people in the face. Why don't
1: you tell the listeners what his kit is for those that aren't? So, he
2: has a FAMIS for a gun, basically. It's a burst shot, three shot uh, semi automatic rifle, Mm -hmm. which is fun. Um, Very accurate. Very accurate. You can ping the domes, which is Mm -hmm. nice. He has a heel, like a heel over time. With your left shift buttons. Uh For For himself or
1: like an AoE? It's an AoE. AOE. And it's also the only way he can heal himself. It's the only way he heals. It's a long cooldown, too. It's like 8 or 10 seconds. It's it's pretty
2: long. His secondary fire is a healing grenade that you can lob at your teammates. And it has like a little explosion area zone radius. So you can just kind of
1: shoot it into groups of people and Mm kind of heal everybody up. It's a small radius, though. You have to be pretty... You pretty much there. gotta land it on him and you can't oh. heal yourself with it. Hmm. And he also And other people can't heal you either or no, no, you no, no. cannot can. heal can. yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the thing that's confusing is that grenade doesn't damage players, which takes a while to get used to. You're just like, Oh I'm gonna lob a... Lobber. no. Doesn't, doesn't work. do doesn't <laughs> do anything
2: to bad guys. Um, and then he has the chandelier. Oh that, signature uh, ability. The, it basically is a little floaty thing that doesn't allow you to die. As long as it's up. So you drop your health Hmm. down to, like, 5% of your full health pool. But you can't go lower than that while it's up. It can be shot down by the enemy, though. But it's got a... It's pretty... It's beefy. bulky, yeah, it's bulky. You can't just, like, one-shot it. You need yeah. to, like... So you're going to get a kill or two before somebody actually... Well, you oh, might be able to heal everybody up before, oh, like, if yeah, there's, like, you're... a dev alter or something that's going to fuck up your whole team, you can just be like, nope, or like a McCree behind your whole team, you just throw it down, and it's like, ah, ah fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that's so
1: good. It prevents, like, the junk rat wheel, like, mm-hmm. all the big, heinous one-shot group kill alts yeah. you throw, and it gives you, it gives you like, a circle radius. It's like the size as of... As long you're uh, standing, like, Lucio's... Lucio's... Yeah. It does I mean,
4: it for your teammates, too? For your, all your teammates, oh, yeah. So everybody okay. that's in it okay. is protected yeah, from death. That's insane. Yeah. It's, that's insane. seems kind
0: of broken, but
4: okay. It is, but it isn't. But, is. but there's like how many things that are the one-shot, like mega it's kills? It's like three or four. So mm. th- there's a balance
1: to that. There's going to be a lot more people using those than right. that. And you can be crafty with it, too, because you can drop it like inside of a building if your team's fighting just outside so mm-hmm. the thing is lives inside and they can't hit it and your team can literally just stand in there completely protected from death that's just cool. like sorry <laughs> how, how long
4: does that last for
2: that's pretty long, long. yeah it's it lasts long. like 15 seconds if they don't wow. shoot it down yeah might not be that maybe 12 but it's pretty long it's pretty hmm. strong on uh, his ult is a projectile shield box thing that you put out that increases the damage and speed of projectile shot through. It. <laughs> doubles. Yeah. It doubles yeah. damage. So like that's insane. It, Especially yeah. if you have
0: like Hanzo or something. It doubles like. healing.
2: Yeah. Even if you throw like uh like a symmetric tart through it. It makes a oh, symmetric do double damage. It's pretty ridiculous. Absolutely crazy. It's cool. bunkers. That sounds cool. He's fun.
1: Yep. He's, it's Baptiste. Overwatch. Oh, oh, it goes on. Um, <laughs> so the new patch Sigma was released. Um, the new tank. I think we talked briefly about him in a very guessy sort of way last time. Like, I think this thing does this. Um, so he's a new tank. Uh, shield tank. He has a hybrid of Arissa's shield and Reinhardt's shield. Uh, so it's a deployable shield that you can put at any distance, any range. Uh, But you have to retract it like Reinhardt's shield to charge it. So Arissa's shield you can just toss out. That's on a cooldown, and once it's dead, you just throw another one out. But uh, this one you can put anywhere, and you have to retract it to recharge. Uh, So it's good, like we were saying before, like to block a McCree something. You hear McCree like, it's high noon. Behind you, you can just turn around, project your shield right in front of him. (laughs) Later. Blocked. (laughs) Sorry. Same thing with a Farah floating up above. just mm-hmm. like, oh, Justice range. You're like, Psh, bitch, nope, <laughs> blocked. Um, and then his shift ability is he holds out his arms in a swirly thing and he absorbs a bunch of projectiles and then converts that into a shield, uh, which is hard to use because it's not like Zarya where any damage will make yeah, it to charge. It's, it has to be projectiles. Um, so beams like Symmetra and Zarya don't mm-hmm. charge it. Um, and then he has a stun, a ranged stun, a big fucking rock you can throw, which is really strong. Uh, and then his auto fire is he just throws these bouncy tennis ball grenades that bounce off walls and explode at a certain distance that do like little small AOE damage, like little poof, poof, poof.
0: poof. Like junk wrap, but smaller.
1: Yeah, and they're real fucking strong because they blow up at a certain angle. So the whole play style of him is he's almost a mid-range tank. Like you can step up front. With your absorb up and absorb a bunch of things and get a shield and kind of be a beef man for a bit. But you want to sit. He has a very specific range that he has to sit at because you want to be at the exact distance so you can throw the balls and they explode at the exact Mm. distance where the Hmm. other team is, right?
0: Is it distance or time?
1: It's distance. Huh. Wow. It's distance. That's cool. Yeah. So... You're kind of fucked when someone's in your face because <laughs> you either have to bounce them off the walls or hit them direct. Like if you hit them direct impact, they'll blow up, but they're so slow. Mm. Uh, and he doesn't have a reload either like Diva. So you can just poof, 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 yeah, poof, poof. keep shooting them, uh, which is nuts. Uh, and then his ult, he floats up in the air and he gets a huge circular reticle. And then you can lift all the other people in that reticle up into the air, which suspends them for like a second or two. Um, Which your teammates can. McCree can. It's high
4: noon.
1: (laughs) Lock on while they're up there. And then you smash them to the ground and it deals half their HP. Oh, okay. Max HP. Yeah. Which is. uh, It's fucking strong. It's really strong. Uh, And playing it. What. I've realized is that it fixes, like, the sort of nasty sort of shield-turtling shit people get going on. Sometimes mm-hmm. you get a Rusty, you get a Reinhardt, they're sitting back all shields. You can't fucking break through sometimes. And with this dude, you can roll into, like, a grouping of dudes, and you're just like, oh, you're all behind them shields, motherfuckers? You lift them up 50 feet into the air, you can shoot them all, and boom, later, push, thanks, bye. Huh. He's fucking... Amazing.
0: It's almost like Blizzard knows what they're doing. They
1: do. Yeah, right. <laughs> they also fixed Baguette. Brigitte, whatever her name is. Baguette. Uh, Baguette. She's she a bitch. With she a French. Mall. Uh, that's incredible. They made her more. It's like Brigitte, of a... I think. Yeah, Brigitte. Yeah. Uh, Brigitte. Brigitte. I think it's something like that. Baguette. But Yeah, they made her more of a main sustainable healer, which is cool. She used to have an armor pack before that would instantly heal a guy a certain amount now they made it so she gets up to three charges of that Uh, instead of tossing it and immediately healing it does a heal over time Uh, but you have three charges so yeah it's really good it takes like six seconds to gain another charge but it's insane for healing a winston or something that's diving in far and and, um, they're way ahead of your team you can heal them from range just like poof poof Mm. poof throwing these hots on him. And you can throw all three, and it'll give him a six-second like really powerful heal over time that he can just sit in there and fight and be a motherfucker. Um,
0: Winston. Yeah,
1: so that's really cool. And they also patched in the roll cue, Mm -hmm. which is... It's the best. So no
0: more three tanks and three healers. Nope. No more of three that. DPS, no three more. healers.
1: <laughs> yeah. No more my team's picking a Genji, a Widow, and a fucking Hanzo, and you don't you don't have to deal with any of that anymore. Um, so what you do is you either queue as a damage, a tank, or a healer, and then you wait for the match to queue, and then you're locked into whatever you queued for. You are either playing damage, you're the playing healer or you're playing a tank and you can you're only locked to those specific characters once you're in the game so you can switch champions but only within your role yeah fuck it makes it so much better because you (laughs) You have to play with a balanced comp, and that's the least fun you can have while playing that game, is playing with an unbalanced yeah. bullshit comp. <laughs> it's fun if you're playing the damage. It's like, oh, I'm just going to shoot, and if we suck, we suck. But if you're trying to play a tank or a healer, where you're just like, I'm not getting any fucking heals, or I can't fucking heal anything, because everybody has 200 health, and there's nothing yeah. to heal, because everybody just dies instantly. Yeah. Um, so it fixes that, Cool. which is a very welcome change. Is that
0: in both Quick Play and in Ranked, or is it just in Ranked?
1: So it's in Ranked, and it replaced Quick Play. And now Quick Play is in Arcade. So you don't have to play the random champions anymore to earn loot boxes. So the old normal Quick Play mode that we all used to play moved into Arcade, so you can go into Arcade and just play that standard mode to get boxes, which is Mint. And then if you want to play like regular, it's that Roll Q 222 format, which is... It's cool. Unbelievably fun. And yeah, probably played like 50 or 60 hours since the last podcast. Yep. wow, That's a lot. Uh-huh. That's a lot of Overwatch. It's very good. And Kenny's played a lot too. Yes. So Ariel. Um it's, it's cool. Everybody's been playing together. It's like just a dumb social thing and no one's been getting angry or salty. It's just fun. You play the role you want. You have fun. And everybody's good at their role. And yeah, that's it. It's good. Not always everybody's good. At their <laughs> Not always, but you know.
0: Pretty yeah. Much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it'll force you to get better at your role if you're only playing. That's, old, play that's pretty
1: healing. much
2: what it is. Yeah. Like, yeah if you true. get pigeonholed into what you don't do, you're like, well, I guess I'll get better. Yeah. yeah. I fucking. Like <laughs> 10 hours of uh, Brigitte this weekend.
5: Nice.
2: Yeah. Bagat. Bagat, baby. Bagat. <laughs> Hit him with the bread. So it's season 18 of Diablo 3. Ho! Season 18. Wow. Season 18, See? the season of Triune. Triune? 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 I don't know. What's sure. It's called. <laughs> Um, pretty amazing. Just finished that up this morning. Finished the season journey. Is it the is whole it, thing? Yeah. Is it, it like, like Diablo three? Yeah, ladies. it's Diablo three. Yeah. Um, they basically. <laughs> all right, fine, fine. You know what? It's Diablo three. That's it. That's it. That's all you get. No cool changes. You guys can all fuck off. I want to hear, hear the changes. No, we're done. Dude. Diablo three. New season next. I want to hear the changes, Ken. Hey, Luke, fuck you. <laughs>
3: Oh, <laughs> Kenny
2: play Diablo 3 <laughs> <laughs> fucking assholes We <laughs> finished the season in two weeks dude that's crazy I played like fucking 9,000 hours of Diablo yeah. what do you think I'm gonna do fucking be bad at it yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're you know yeah. it's
1: like yeah
0: you play a lot of
2: Diablo it's like uh, I don't know uh, whack it a, off yeah exactly <laughs> yeah Let's go with that. It's like (laughs) whacking off with your strong hand.
1: I love it. You get that done real quick. Yep. (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's perfect. Uh, So what are the changes? (laughs) (laughs) They added uh, some new
2: sets. Some new non-class specific sets. Yep. Oh, like like green sets? Green sets, yeah. They added some new non-class specific sets that... um, Allow you to build off of kind of the metagame sets that everybody's using. So it pretty much forces a lot of the builds to go with... So are
1: these like smaller sets, like two and four sets? Two and three and four, yes. Okay.
2: Um, Or should say three and four. Okay. And one of them, the Scarlet Crimson fucking something i forget the name sure it's a three uh three piece set it increases your damage and your defense by your amount of cooldown reduction you have holy fuck so there's a lot of builds like the akans crusader oh my and God. shit that rolls like 57 percent crit. yeah so you run like ring of royal grandeur yep. that and then you're a set jesus and there's dudes doing fucking bonkers solo griffs right now like 130 that's like what? unheard of you like never like 125 usually is about like best you're gonna see in a softcore character never mind like hardcore usually goes to like 110 115 uh, so there's a lot of dudes doing that and then there's um, a new legendary gem that they brought in which basically took the buff from last season uh, which was that you automatically get the legacy of nightmares ring bonus.
1: Which one was that again? That's
2: where if you have no other set bonuses equipped, oh, it, it, you get... Like a thousand percent. Yeah, it's 750% damage yep. and 2% damage reduction per ancient that you have equipped. So you get that bonus without the rings. So you just, it's a gem that you have to level like you do the other legendary gems and it caps do at these 99. These motherfuckers. So there's that. It's just, yeah, it's fucking wild. That it's There's insane. a ton of crazy playable shit you can do, like... Honestly, the season took me two weeks because I played like four different builds on Monk because I was just having fun. Dropping that bell. Dude, the fucking... <laughs> yes. The new... <laughs> <movie. Yeah>. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes, dude. The, there's, you basically use that gem, and you don't use any set pieces at all. That's so weird. Okay. And then you get the... It's called rabbit strike. It's a one-handed weapon. It replaces one of the fist weapons you use. Okay. And it makes it so your clone does whatever your spenders do. So your bell is a spender. Oh. And then you use the crudest boots, so you get two of your fault fo- two of the little fucking dudes that follow you around yep mystic allies let's call them yes, what they are they're mystic uh, allies so your mystic yep. allies repeat your your spenders so, so you so get three bells you get three bells <laughs> okay but also the rapid strike increases the damage that your spenders do by your mystic allies by like 7500 when you use cyclone strike jesus so you run in you suck cyclone. everything into a yeah, pile and then you, and then you fucking drop three bells on everything <laughs> and just jesus oh man it's fun that sounds all right it's real fun oh. um but the <laughs> that's cool yeah it's fucking that's, dumb that's cool like when i finally got because the way the gem works you can still use the non-ancient which is like the better version of the legendary gear um and you get a lesser bonus, so you can kind of build your set without having to, like, cherry-pick all the better versions of everything and, like, kind of mid-max. So it allows you to fuck on shit pretty early, like, very early. So I was like, oh, I can see how this works. But you don't get your defense, like, your your durability until you get all the ancient gear. and get oh. the 4% bonus on everything. Because it's 4%, it doubles. The gem doubles the amount of defense you get if it's That's ancient. Meant- so, yeah, it's fucking dumb. So it's
1: a, it's a, it's a nightmare for, like... For, for when you're like 65 to 90 percent of the way through the build is it's when not, you're just like fuck i'm just dying once you, it's, it's like anything else like once
2: you get like the basic pieces they don't necessarily need to be the best versions of them you All can right. pretty much do the highest difficulty like and pretty easily you know get your way through it once you get most of it though it's fucking dumb yeah it's just
1: laughable I just get pissed at that late tier when you're not tanky yet and you're just like I guess when I'm you're in that weird like, dying over oh it I have a together. bunch of HP <laughs> but I
2: don't have a lot of torment and right. I don't have all the extra bonus stats that are pretty much required for like doing the, the right. big boy shit
1: yeah you can murder shit quick but if you get you hit, get by, get you hit you by you step by in like one thing you're just fucked just Dang, can't
2: get man. hit by Fuck. anything so it's Diablo Damn. Diablo Damn. season the of trying
1: same, mm-hmm. same season game season of trying so same your name is Kenny
3: and you play Diablo 3 I do.
2: Yeah. Okay. Let's <laughs> season a try. It's a game I play. You know what uh, else I play, Luke? I play World of Warcraft. Oh! <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah.
1: Blizzard. Damn. Blizzard minute. Done. <laughs> Blizzard. Killed, killed you. the jar on hardcore or heroic. Dang. Nice. Head of the curve. Did you get a mount?
2: No, no mount. Not mm. from this tier. Okay. But uh, the way in which we did it is funny. We cheesed it. No. uh, Yeah, we didn't actually do the whole fight the right way. We found a... uh, Cheese hack? A hack. Well, not even a hack, but a...
0: (laughs) Exploitation. uh,
2: Exploit, yes. (laughs) So there's... It's a four-phase fight. Okay. First one's like an ad phase, kill a bunch of guys, whatever. There's four locks on the ground that need to be charged and kept full by standing in them throughout the whole fight. Yeah, yeah. And then in the last phase, they need to be around... 50% 50% because they change colors and one has to be full, one has to be empty. So if you keep them at 50% by then, that's fine. That's actually not the cheese strat. The strat there's In phase 3 transition, there's two bitches. We're going to call them bitches. I, I. They throw spears <laughs> at you from okay. either side and they get sure. shields on them. Okay. So you can zerg the boss down if you have enough damage and basically ignore that whole phase. Really? And that was like the one thing that was holding us up from killing it. For like three weeks, we wiped to it for two hours at a time on Monday. So you just dude, fucking we kill slapped it. Fire. We just fucking slapped <laughs> it <in> and <laughs> smashed <face>, dude. <laughs> nice.
1: so dope. Yep. So you skip a whole phase by just putting time warp and fucking yep. dump into exactly. it? Exactly. Like, fuck it? Yep. That's
2: dope. Time warp. There's another little ad that comes out that also throws shit. You kill the little guy and then burn the boss. And you just go from 50 to 0 that way. Jesus. That sounds fun. <laughs>
1: yeah collect Pretty loot good. walk away
2: yep Troll to Warcraft fuck yeah classic came out I don't know, I know you yeah I watched it, I watched the stream a of it and it looks real boring do. yeah <laughs> it does look real boring it's, it's like
0: way less populated way less like stuff going on it's way over yeah but like when you're in the world it doesn't look that way because right. you're just in a queue for 30,000 people to get in to play it yeah Game from 15 years Pretty ago. Stupid. <laughs>
1: it's yeah. like, yo, you want to drive a fucking 2004 brand new Taurus? No, I don't. It's, like, no. <laughs> I mean, <that> <laughs> but nice. it's brand new. Like, I don't give a fuck. That's Kenny's a 2004 <laughs> that's, Taurus. Well, it's way newer do, than Kenny's. It's <laughs> yeah.
4: a really long line.
1: Right. Right. Uh, yeah, the
0: line is 30,000 people long.
1: No. Actually, I have Bluetooth in my car. <laughs> yeah. What about, the, can I interest you in this tape deck <laughs> and passenger airbag system, sir? I have
2: all those things, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's popular. People all right, I got a,
0: one more big game to talk about. Anybody else got anything?
4: Uh, yeah, I just wanted to, uh, I, I did play a little bit of Gears of War. Oh, right. nice. Gears, nice. Gears, Gears, five, Gears 5. Gears 5. Gears 5. My Xbox took a little trip to the to New Zealand today. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, you actually can't play it normally until I think nine o'clock tonight. Oh, this. Oh night. right, oh, yeah. Oh. So Just yeah, want to whatever. With them hats, did, did that thing.
0: So, I cleared uh, up. I cleared up some room on my Xbox to download it. Yeah, it's.
4: Uh, Ooh. It, I played the first uh, chapter of the first act.
1: That's not don't know very what, much.
4: Don't know what that means. It was about an hour though. Okay. Uh, and you know, there's a lot of learning involved in it. Not too much though, because they have a uh, a separate like boot camp. That you can go through if you haven't played a Gears game, basically. Okay. If you played a Gears game, you pick it up pretty goddamn quickly if yeah. you don't go through the boot camp. Uh, but I did two person co op for about an hour with my buddy that I work with, and uh, it, it looks like it's gonna be really good. Yeah. Like if you like, like I loved a, four so third I like five. person action adventure because they're like. They're going, like, Uncharted with, like, the cutscenes. Oh, you want to talk
0: about third-person action games? Yeah. I got Um, one for you.
4: Yeah, I mean, I I would say uh, (laughs) it's on Game Pass, so if you have Game Pass, you should probably try to play it.
1: I'm going to download it tonight. It's going to be good.
0: That's awesome. Gears 5.
1: Yeah. We'll hear more about it next time.
0: So I actually have two games to talk about, but I'm going to leave one for next week. Uh, Wizard of Legend is a roguelike that came out on Game Pass. I've been playing it with my wife. It's a great co-op roguelike game where you're using elements. So you have elemental powers, essentially. You're a wizard trying to make it through three levels of bosses. Mm-hmm. And each, each level has three levels in it. And it's really freaking hard, and it's really good. Um, I've only made it to the beating the second boss now. So I haven't beaten <laughs> yeah. the third yet. And I've been pl- probably played a good 25 hours of the game. So Holy shit. Um, it's, just, it's the game that me and my wife play now. So it's, it's super fun. That's cool. Uh, and the other one that I really want to talk about is Control. Oh. I have, a oh fuck, beaten control. Oh, right. Wow, what?
4: what? Wowie, wowie. Oh, did not expect that. This it podcast. is
0: yeah. fucking incredible. Wowie,
4: wowie. Ah, oh, wow.
0: Ryan, shit. as a person who likes Quantum Break, yeah, and there are not a lot of us. Yeah, you will fucking love this. Game. <laughs>
1: oh, shit. Wow. Wowie. <laughs> so the shit. game is, is it on Game Pass? It is not, not on Game Pass. I would have not played not it. Already. Already. I was like, fuck. I, I'm like, I, game I Pass. had
4: my finger on the buy button probably three times the weekend that it came
0: out. Just so, like. yeah. First, I do If I you're don't playing know. it on anything, any console besides the X, skip it. Yeah, I heard this. I watched all the Digital Some... Foundry stuff. It yeah. runs like complete trash on everything but the X. Huh. Uh, if you have a decent PC, it runs well, but you have to run it at a lower res because it's really CPU intensive because this game's got lots and lots of physics. Yeah. Like, okay. lots of physics.
4: Now, how, how close to quantum break does it feel because it's better of my, one of my things about it was like i don't want to feel like i'm playing the same game no, you really. know
0: okay so the thing about like quantum break had a decent action system it was more covery than there's no yeah. cover in this game you can take cover by crouching behind stuff but you don't stay in cover yeah so it's more of a run and gun type of game mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll set it up for you so you're playing as this character jesse faden you know nothing about her you show up you have, a, like, a little cut scene at the beginning. You show up at this building called the Federal Bureau of Control. Is she hot? Yes. All right. It's pretty hot. Okay.
4: So you she show up cute.
0: at, at the, the Federal Bureau of Control, and it's a completely empty building, and you have no idea what the hell's going on. So you're walking through this, like, super sterile-looking, like, government building, and there's nothing there, and you're just kind of going through, trying to figure out what's going on. You walk into the director's office, and he shoots himself in the head. hmm Right like right before you walk into the director's office, you walk in and see there. That triggers another cutscene, And basically, it's this giant, like, Metroidvania-style big I building. I about that. So the first thing you do is you go into central command or whatever, central executive, they call it, and you meet a couple of the people who have survived. And you see that there's this big, this red entity that is taking over this whole place called the Hiss. Um, and the Hiss is basically evil. It is evil incarnate, kind of.
1: Is that like machinery or is it like tentacle shit it's like supernatural
0: it's like supernatural stuff so this has a very like twin 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 peaks or like um is it stranger things stranger kind of that type of vibe but less less monstery and more just kind of like unknown Hmm.
1: demon demon like like lost like kind of yeah (laughs) so it's a like the end of lost (laughs) so it's not machines it's not tentacles it's (laughs) So, it's red mist it's like, bro. It's, like it's red like, mist
0: it's this red mist. entity it's it's like interdimensional shit a dimensional oh. dimensional evil dimensional energy has snuck into the control and then taken over a bunch of people red mist so you'll walk in and you'll see all these humans who are essentially like in a like a crucifix stasis. pose stasis above the, the world kind of mumbling this random chant it's like, like over and over again Um you you find out that you have this entity in your brain, uh, and the, it, there's a whole backstory that g- gets involved involved in this. But the, it lets you control the hiss and, and es- essentially expel it from the world. So the first thing you do is you have to go and expel it from your central command. That the people who have these special things on them called HRAs are able to survive against the hiss. So there's a, a group of like ten to fifteen people that you meet. But every other time you're walking through, and that these are just they're prese- they're People who used to work for the Bureau, but now are possessed by Hiss, and you have to kill them. Uh, The first thing you try to do is to save those people, and you find out you can't save those people, so you just need to kill everything. That's cool. Yeah. So, And then as the game progresses, you start to get more and more about your backstory, why you're there, what happened to you. Uh,
4: It's almost like I forgot that it was a Remedy game. Oh, yeah. Because there's every trailer and every time I saw the game, I was just like, yeah, I played... Quantum Break, but yeah, I also forget the fact that I play remedy games for the
0: story. Yep, mm-hmm. and the story uh, so is really use good. the same
4: goddamn engine. All you want, like if you can do that, yep, sign me up for that.
0: So the the first thing you need to do is you go off and you you find these things that are called objects of power, and essentially, anytime there's an altered world event, which is something like something crazy happens, the, these objects of power are created, and the bureau comes and they they take them and they. Keep them away so they don't mess or- Yeah, exactly. Okay. Keep them away from the, the general populace. So the first thing you have to do is go find one of those. And because you've got this special thing in your head, you can essentially... Uh, what's the word I'm looking Locate for? Them uh, or- no, like exercise the evil out of it, and, and you get a power in, in return. So the first... It basically, yeah. So the first thing you get is telekinesis, and it's the best power in the game. Hands down, it's the most powerful thing and it's the I've most fun. One. You just pull stuff towards you. You pull stuff towards you. you. Um, everything in the world is destructible. So, like, every desk is actually made up of a bunch of pieces of wood. And as you throw things at them, they all splinter and do exactly what you would expect them to do. So, the physics in this game are just Damn. insane. Tons Damn. of crazy particle effects. Uh, it just looks incredible. Uh, there's five total powers you end up getting. I can't really, there's a couple of weird puzzle scenes. Yeah, no. I can't really that. talk about much of it without spoiling, so I'm right. not going to. But there are some puzzles in the game that are pretty cool. There's some both environmental puzzles and like almost like witness style, but not witness style, kind of a little different. Like, uh, so there's like dimensionality and stuff. So every once in yeah. a while, you'll just end up in a different like weird place that's somehow connected, but you don't know how you got there. And you have to like kind of just traverse the environment to find clues to get you to the next thing. There's also like environmental stuff where it's like, Every time you go to a control point, the entire world shifts back to what it should look like because it's all distorted from the hiss. So every time you go that, it opens up a new pathway, and it's very Metroid-like where you're just like, oh, this is a new thing to do. Um, and it's the same thing with the powers. When you get a new power, it's like, oh, now I can reach this area or now I can go do this.
1: So does, does the orientation of the world switch around? I was thinking like to Observer, right? How How – some of that stuff works where there's weird like loops and things and some of the orientation no it's not switches. that it's more
0: like environmental cues where you okay. have to like go pick stuff up uh i i can't tell you more about ruining That's the story fine. so i'm not going to um but so the, what happens in the game it kind of happens naturally and you kind of learn as you learn more about it and you start opening up new areas uh it just everything just compounds on itself and it becomes like just more and more fun to the point where i just the first day I played it for ten hours straight. That's
1: amazing. Wow. shit. Uh, can shit. Can you tell us about shit the map and the lack of the map and the, the in-game that's, signage? That's yes. one so, thing that I wanted to actually ask about because so the, navigating one of the maps can be
4: is awful.
0: is kind of like the map in Hyperlight Drifter where it's like, okay, this gives me a general idea where I am, but I can't really use it as a standard map. Yeah. But all of the signage in the world works and is written in a way that's like, oh, I need to get to this place. There's a sign that tells you exactly how to get to that place. And I
4: guess it's like also like places very recognizable, so you don't even need the signs towards the end of the, exactly. end of the game. You're just like, oh, yeah, I've got to take a left here. So there's, and go up there's here.
0: five floors. Uh, there's like research, maintenance, uh, containment, and a couple other ones, like executive and something else. Uh, so in each of those are all accessible from an elevator. Uh, you have one central elevator that brings you to all different places. So... But until you clear a lot of the control points, you actually can't get to those places because you're opening up the, the doorways to them. And it's got a full upgrade system. Um, every power you get has, like, five or six levels of upgrade that you can get.
4: And is does it? It's it got, does the whole game play out like they show in the trailer? Do you only have that one gun? You have one gun that has and four like morphs, different... Right?
0: You have or five different guns that, that are all in one gun that essentially just morph so you've got you start off with cool. uh just a standard pistol eventually you'll get a machine gun like an s m g style one uh you'll get a sniper rifle essentially which has like a charge shot which not only will ignore shields, which comes really handy later that's on strong uh you've got a shotgun, which is like a handheld it's basically like a Mozambique, but it does damage <laughs> uh, and then you've got a thing that's called a charge, which is basically a grenade launcher um but it doesn't do as much damage as you would expect it to do. It's more just for like killing and shields, crowd control. Yeah, 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 exactly.
2: The Mozambique does do damage now, by the way. Yeah, they patched yeah. it. They, it. they, they. added an attachment that makes it so if there's no shield, the Mozambique does double damage. Yep, I saw that. Oh okay. shit. <laughs> well, I haven't played Apex
0: since the season two started. Since like Octane came, came out,
4: season two. <laughs> so that's exciting.
0: Yeah, and it's like, it's that super makes well me done.
4: Very excited. There's also about a, a, sale.
0: a billion collectibles in this game, and they're all really, really well done in a way that like you want to read all of them. D- oh, tell me so. one
4: thing that does is the animation to pick up the collectible. No, you just wicked fucking there's awesome. no animation, you awesome. just go up to it and love you it. get it.
0: Um, <laughs> I already love it, or you go like, like that and it just opens something. Um, yeah, it's it's just. Super fun, like most fun I've had. Just actually playing a game. Like the story's good, but the reason I like the game so much is just it's fun to play. It's always like just picking up something and throwing it at someone and watching them go flying across the room is always going to be fun. That's man. All right. It's just it's so good. I I'm two achievements away from 100%ing it, and I'm going to start it over again. Dang! Wow! Because it's I just want to keep playing. Sounds like a glowing endorsement. Okay. Yes. Excellent game.
1: Fuck yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Yep. Um, dope. can we do T's board game corner? For a Absolutely. Minute? I have a couple of games <laughs> and T's actually board. yeah, I well it's, Absolutely it's not. exciting too because Kenny has played both of these games. Uh which is exciting. <laughs> so you can have a little input on this. Um so I've gotten a few new board games with the two I wanna talk about. Um I'm going to talk about. One of them is called Set a Watch, uh, which just came out in July. Uh, it's a co-op game for four players. Um, I'm listening. You always have to play with four players, even if you, well, four characters, even if you don't have four players. Um, and it's 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 basically just my jam. Like if I was <laughs> to make a game, it would probably be this. Um, I played this. You played this. Yeah, you definitely played this. Uh, so it's a game where you have to manage a campfire and fight off. Oh monsters. yeah, I fucking won that shit for us, dude. I remember this yeah, game. Dude, yeah, I was fucking balls super, out, dude. Super. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the gist of the game is you get four uh, player characters. Right. Uh, there's like eight or ten to choose from. Uh, There's melee characters and there's ranged characters. I'll explain what that means in a minute Um, But they each have three slots where you can have an equipped power that is very very powerful Um, And what happens is uh, So you have a campfire uh, And then there's a location that you fight in each round Uh, And depending on what the location says, that's how many monsters per round that you're gonna have to fight As a group, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. So they'll say, hey, there's six enemies coming in this round. And the enemies are represented by cards that come into play, right? And they stack into a line that lines up to the campfire. Uh, And depending where your campfire level is set, at the beginning it's set to two. That's how many cards get revealed in that line of enemies. Um, And the cards have effects that say... Hey, when they get to the first position, which is the position closest to the campfire, this negative effect will trigger. Or they have another trigger that's when the card is flipped over, something bad will happen. Um, So what happens is each round, your goal is to kill the whole row of enemies. And the way you do that is you have dice. But you roll the dice before any of that all happens. So you roll, everybody rolls their dice. Um... And then those are the dice you use to like solve this combat puzzle Uh, so everybody has revealed information everybody's working with the same stuff Um, and the monsters have a set like hit points right this one has five points like you can kill it with one five die or if someone has a two and a three you can chip in to kill it but you can only use the die one time Um, so that's the gist of how the combat works so the ranged characters can attack The first and second dude next to the campfire. And the melee guys can only attack the first one. So you have to sort of plan, right? Because there might be something that's revealed in the second slot that says, Hey, when it gets to the first slot in the line, something nasty is going to happen. So the range characters will have to kind of focus on killing those first. And if you kill that second one, the next one comes up and then it flips over. And it will reveal because of the campfire. And you can boost the campfire up to three so you can reveal three. Um and it's just really fucking neat because Yeah, it sounds cool. And the the thing that makes it very interesting is is each round somebody has to go back to the camp. And when you're in the camp, you can chop wood, which is like you assign a die to just chop wood and it boosts up the campfire by like 2 points and if you buff buff it up like 5 or 6 points it increases the range of your vision. Um you can look at the next locations that are coming out and sort of manage that or you can look at um, what uh, enemies are coming next like from the draw deck. Um, and you can all, and also when you go back to camp you refresh one of your powers. So the powers you have really strong powers that you can use against these monsters um, and you can activate them one of two ways which is you assign a die to it. Or you can exhaust it, which is flip it over, and then you can't use it again until you heal, which is by going back to camp. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's fucking really neat, because some of the characters are just like, yo, just kill the dude in the first position. (laughs) So you can have a die of, like, one, and you can assign it, and you just pop the dude in the first slot. So it's like a perfect roll, which is... Yeah, we got super lucky
2: when we were playing, too, because... My character was a uh, the ranger, the yes. archer, and you get to kill an un- undiscovered enemy. Basically, was one of my powers. It's it ridiculous. kept getting fucking like twelve HP shit, and just like oh, you're dead yeah. for like a one roll or a two roll, and just being making it a lot easier. It allowed us to basically win the game. Cause yeah, Ariel's dude was doing the same thing. He was a rogue, and he was fucking going out and just like oh. Yeah, so they give you like Backstab. some
1: really big, swingy abilities. Like the one Kenny's talking about. It's just you kill a face-down card. You just pick a fucking card, and you, and you can use a fucking one to kill it. <laughs> and if you're in a pinch, like you drop the one, kill an, un, an unflipped one, then you can exhaust it. Kill a fucking other one. Um, then there's characters that can like flip like three dudes in the back of the line, so then you have a lot more information to work with the whole time. Um, one of the characters is cool. He's a... Not the ranger, but he's a beast tamer. Um, so there's creature types, right? And he can use specific abilities to tame creatures. So you can be like, oh, there's a fucking bear. You just grab the bear. You assign the die, grab the bear, and then you hold on to like a five attack bear. And then at any point, you can use that five as a like a die result. Hmm. So there's just all kinds of fucking neat mechanics um, And it's just so fucking cool, because you roll all the dice before, you have all the information at the beginning of the round, and there's nothing really that modifies it except those skills that you have, and you work as a group to solve the puzzle each round. Um, And then that happens, and then at the end of the game you fight like a... The Horde! The Horde! You fight this (laughs) mega fucking long row where you're just like, fuck, like, let's go, um you exhaust abilities on that turn you, do. you <laughs> yeah. have to exhaust a lot of abilities and the way you win is you just have to have at least one ability that's not exhausted at the end of the game hmm. uh and you win and the other way that you what's the fuck? other way that you lose fuck if you uh, can't kill all the shit oh no there's like a whatever weird very specific thing yeah if you can't yeah if you can't kill all the whatever i'm not going to get in the weeds with that um but it's really cool. And also every character has to go back to camp twice during the game or you lose. And the math works out exactly. You all have to go back twice and then you fight the horde at the last round. And it's just super fucking cool. Because there's no upgrading. There's no You don't get better throughout the game. You just use what you have to figure just out. Just opportune movements basically. And yeah. it's just fucking sweet. And it comes in a box about the size of a VHS tape. It's like this huge, awesome game, and it comes in a tiny fucking box. And the game board is actually in the box. You like unfold the box, and like that's the game board. And oh, that's cool. Cards. <laughs> that's wicked really cool. It's so fucking cool. All the classes are very specific. That's set a watch, right? Set a watch. Yeah. Um. And the characters either have d sixes or d eights. So there's some characters that just roll really strong dice. Mm. Um. And it's mint. Like one of them lets you. One of the warrior ones. It's like. Hey, if you kill a dude uh, and use lethal damage, you can take the remainder. Like if you hit over its maximum health, you can save the remainder on that die. Like you can keep the die, uh, that's and cool. you're like, oh, now I have a one. Oh, but I can use that one to deal two damage to the dude in the second slot. Like it's all this it's really a lot specific of puzzle yeah. solving. That set of watch, it's amazing. I'm going to talk about one more board game that Kenny played with me. It's called. I touched upon it last time. I said I would talk about it on the next podcast. Quacks. Yeah. The Quacks of Quedlinburg. It's a potion... <laughs> potion smuggling. Potion smuggling, <laughs> potion motherfucking building game uh, with reagents and fun shit. Uh, <laughs> so the Sounds like works, a chemistry class. Yeah, it's really cool. I've never played a game like this. It's it's called a bag building game. Uh, so everybody okay. gets a bag uh, and you fill it. You get like a... So bag, A crown royal bag, yeah. Mm. Uh, and so and you put some reagents in, right? Um, so you have a starting pool of reagents that go in there. Uh, most of them are volatile, uh, so you get I think four one value ones, two two value ones, and one three value one. And what you're trying to do is at the same everybody takes their turn at the same time, which is awesome. You reach into the bag, pull out a reagent, depending on what the number says, you put it down and you move that. Uh, far along your track or whatever Um, and you can choose to stop whenever you want but if you ever hit the threshold of more than seven uh, bad reagents your potion explodes and then that's that which means you either score points or you get to go buy at the market and basically what happens is you can go to the market you can buy new reagents which get added into your bag so as you play longer on the game you get a stronger reagent pool um in each of these there's a bunch of different little specific abilities that um you know trigger i'm not going to go into the details of those but the gist of it is is you know you keep pushing your luck to try to go further um and you keep getting better and better spells
2: why don't you tell everybody how you were playing it wrong before i played
1: i was playing it slightly wrong so i in the best part about playing it wrong is when I figured out how to play it right, it made it way fucking more fun. Yeah. <laughs> because I was playing it like, oh, you hit seven bad things on your board, you blow up, that's that. It's actually eight, so it's like mo- greater, than, greater seven. than seven. Greater than seven. Very, very easily displayed. Like,
2: greater than <laughs> greater seven. seven. it says it, says like, it on the player board, it yeah, says it on the rule book.
1: Yeah. Um, but hey. holy fuck, is it a fun fucking game? It was fun. We played that a bunch. Yeah, because it's like, like Seven forwards. Wonders. It's like a game where everybody takes their turn at the same time. Uh, it's just or really villagers. fun because you push your push your luck with like the the roll type shit. It's like you know you you know you have great odds, but you're like, I could get fucked. I'm gonna reach in here. Oh, surprise! I'm fucked. <laughs> um, you end up blowing up because uh, you don't want to blow up because the points start mattering. Right at the mm-hmm. beginning of the game, you're like. I don't need to score points, so I'm just gonna go buy. But eventually, you want to be scoring points and buying to win the game. To win the game, um, and there's or some... you could
2: just be RL and just get ridiculous draws. You can just get good draws every time, yeah. at
1: a ridiculously slow pace. Yeah, <laughs> it is unfucking believable game. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite like simple sort of games that you. C- it, it's just so goddamn fucking fun. Um, And there's, like, a card you draw at the beginning of every round that spices it up a little. It'll be like, oh, your reagent fucking explosion thing is nine this turn. It's just like, oh, I'm just going to fucking play everything in my whole bag. (laughs) Um, There's things you can do, like, we're like, oh, if your neighbors didn't invest in this certain reagent, it's really beneficial to you. Um, You can boost, there's like a watermark thing that you can boost your lowest uh, like start value. So everybody starts at zero, but you can start leveling this thing up. So eventually you're like starting at like seven or eight along this track instead Hmm. of zero. Um, There's a really cool comeback mechanic too. If you're way in the, like if you're doing shitty, there's these little rats on the scoreboard. And if they have like little tails that cross in uh, along the scoreboard. And if you, if you're in like last place or really far behind you count however many rat tails are on the score between you and the first player and you basically flavorfully like throw rats into your pot right so you like the same way that watermark goes up you just add a bunch of free spaces onto your thing so if you're doing shitty like you can really come back pretty nicely so you're really never having a bad time um it's awesome it's fucking awesome
0: Sounds like a fun game.
1: It is. It won Game of the Year last year, 2018, that prestigious German thing. Um
0: Yeah, I think you said that last time. Yeah. Yeah. Kids game. yeah, it's dude, it's the so one that ticket the ride one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, that one always
1: wins. Yeah. yeah. Ticket the ride always wins Yep. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome.
0: You should play it. We should yeah.
1: play it. You'll you'll love it. Anybody you can teach it to a kid, teach it to an old man. It's fucking awesome. It's so fun.
0: Sounds like I should play it.
1: Yep. It's very good. Yep. That's T's cool. Bold Game
0: Minute. <laughs> Anybody got anything else they want to talk about? I
3: brushed up, I uh, started watch. Uh, watching, I started playing Blair Witch. Tough! That is also on Game Pass, if y'all have Game yeah. Pass. And if you want a creepy kind of video game, Kenny, I, and I, can I, I, can I of invite off. you to my house to play this with me. Nah, so That's a really, play, has a really uh,
0: cute German Shepherd puppy. That you it can does. Its <laughs> name is
3: Bullet.
5: Yeah, it's, uh, so
3: it's really the cute. It barks. Turn the game Kenny hates <laughs> pets. You can pet it. <clears throat> oh, nice. Uh, so whenever I play a, uh, a horror game, I like to shut off all the lights. Of course, you do. Turn up all of the volumes and <laughs> uh, so scare the with. shit out, out of your, your Special head. place of hell for people like <laughs> yeah, that. I, Tip I know. Balls and a
5: warm <laughs> cup of whiskey. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> um, That's the...
3: So I'm not really. Sh- I haven't really followed the Blair Witch saga.
4: To it's okay. Have you seen the first, one? That's the, seen the one, that first one? That's the That's only one that matters. That's the only one that matters. I like the second but, one a
0: lot. Really? Yeah. You're the first person right. I've ever heard say that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you I s- loved the second one. Really? No. no okay. <laughs> <shit>. no.
3: <laughs> so you start off as a cop who's trying to um, Pet just his dog. yes yeah. <laughs> helping finding helping find a kid in the woods, right? Uh, you're trying to find a nine-year-old boy that went lost in the woods. Okay. And during the course of it, you're finding that other people went missing as well. While searching? or While searching because
1: you pick up photos. I'm sorry. The people got lost while searching or there was just other people that were lost? There was other people that were lost because this is in
3: the famous Blair Witch Woods and all that kind of stuff. Um, I've only played a few hours of it, so I don't know that much into it, but um, I will say uh, it's kind of a very different game as in... You're you only start off during the daytime at the beginning of the game for maybe the first hour. Then you kind of pass out and you go into a memory of the past. Um, And I think you, as time goes on, you kind of really uh, see what kind of character you are. From what I gather, this guy had a lot of mental issues and he tried to kill himself. Um, So he's you know now trying to kill himself. With a dog, yeah, okay. the The dog is helping him cope. Mm. So, service dog, service dog for cops. Bullet, yeah, named a bullet. Yeah, (laughs) interesting. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that is an interesting name. One way to tell a story, right there. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) throughout the game, it's very interesting where you have to almost use the dog in order to know what steps to take next.
1: So he's like a P.I.? So, yeah. He, okay.
3: When you're kind of lost, you tell the dog, uh, Bullet, go seek. And then he'll try to find a clue. Um, and then based on that clue, you kind of go, oh, I have to go this way and go that way. At one point, you go to a campsite and you find pre- pretty much the most important tool in the entire game. It's a camcorder. Okay. And throughout the game, you find also additional yep. tapes to the camcorder. Okay. That's and what's cool. interesting, you find You, you watch go into the tapes, tapes, right? Yep, you yeah. watch these tapes, and these tapes can alter the reality that you're currently in.
4: Hmm.
3: That seems
0: spooky. Okay. It's a little
4: spooky. It's a little creepy. And there are enemies that you have to face. Can you, like, revert what you've changed, or do you kind of watch the tape and then you're just like, you oh,
3: re- this is... So, Creepy shit's happening. Just so so the first one, it doesn't spoil much, but it took me a while to figure out. You go to this campsite and you find a tape of this boy playing with a police car at, near a campfire. And then this mean, mean guy just takes it away from him. So it took me maybe like 45 minutes to say, you know what? I have to play this tape right next to the campfire. I played it next to the campfire and the police car just showed up. Like a like a full size police car? No, no, no. no, no. The toy. Toy. Where it the was toy. in the video.
1: Shit. That's kind of creepy cool. as
3: hell. That's cool. But it's creepy as hell. But then it lets you progress to the next right. area. And then you go further and <laughs> further and further into the woods. And at one point you do face monsters. But I think they're just monsters in your head. Hmm. And in, but the only thing that I kind of don't like about this is the way to kill the monsters is you just point the flashlight at the monster. So it's like Alan, Alan Wake. Yeah. yeah. It's like Alan Wake. But the only way to identify where the monsters are is you have to follow your dog. Because your dog is constantly barking at the monster in front of them. Hmm.
2: So you only get jump scares in your own way. Kind to of. But it, the it's very creepy. To create jump scares for yourself but when it you is creepy. flashlights on a sketch <laughs> shit. Perfect. And it kind of has
3: that. Um, remember, in, uh, I don't know. I'm, not, I'm sure you guys played the Hell's Blade. Hellblade, yeah. Hellblade.
0: I never
4: finished it.
3: But, but the kind of audio of it. It in that game is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where it's very surround sound and if you have really good headphones you play with that on <laughs> or a good sound system bless you. And it's kind of it has that same audio effect to it as yeah, well. What is
4: it called? Binaural audio? Binaural, yeah. Like Something like it that. It just feels like it's all over right. the place. Yeah.
3: Uh, but I definitely if it's, you it's, are into the scary games and whatnot, I would definitely recommend it it's it's intriguing I will definitely continue to play it's, it it's done so. by
0: the team that did Observer Bloober, team, Bloober Bloober team and Observer was incredible so
2: yeah. Observer was pretty good yeah definitely so. gonna throw that on the backlog yeah, <laughs> yeah. <So> Kenny <laughs> you're always welcome to fucking die you should <laughs> play Soma Kenny have has it he <laughs> has
1: yes. Game Pass yes. so you have that game yes
3: no we played it here Oh, we played the beginning here. We played at the beginning it and we glitched up. Right? It glitched up because we couldn't open a, a drawer or something that I like that. Play for sure. great. for
0: Soma's great. Yeah. It has a really cool story to it. Yeah, and it's just really well done. Oh,
3: fuck. But yeah, give it a gut. It it's it's okay so far, granted the little weird things. But um, I'll definitely be playing much more mm-hmm. of it. So cool. It's in, and it's on Game Pass, so you might you as didn't well. Have to pay Why $60 not? For
1: it. Might as well. You also, don't have to. <laughs>
0: you don't have. to. I watched a. a video of this new game coming out called creature in the well it's like a that uh, sounds like fun. pin it's like a pinball-esque like uh it's not even pinball it's like a 2d like top-down zelda typing looking thing but in order to progress you have to like bounce a, a ball off of like bumpers in the world and use the, those balls to kill enemies it looks really cool and it's coming to game pass so it's also coming to switch apparently so yeah check it out awesome. looks good that and Borderlands 3 comes out next week. Yeah. As, as well as... It's going to be the
4: first Borderlands uh, I play.
0: Ugh. So... That's not good. Skip. Why? Because Borderlands 2 is good, but if it's the first Borderlands, it's probably going to rub you the wrong way because their humor has gone down the shitter in the last two games. Ooh. Um, I want to play it. I'm probably not going to buy it. I'll probably wait till it gets cheap and then play it, but mm-hmm. uh, Borderlands was always fun. So, yeah, that that seems like that's a steam flash sale or something i get it for 10 bucks and play the crap out of it but yeah I think that's probably going to do it for cool. this podcast Yeah, oh, yeah. We've, well, got, we've got football in like 10 minutes yeah. so thank uh, you, so you, you for can,
2: letting me join well As thank you for guest. being here Luz yeah. smells like a Polish kielbasa in here right ah. now too, so it's probably <laughs> garlic a little, bit of, a little bit of onion well you can
0: find us on the internet at facebook.com slash running in circle podcast like us you can find us on twitter at Searcher nerd rev I don't post enough and I should
2: nobody does
0: and you can email us at review at gmail.com but you won't so
3: <laughs> bye we'll
5: see you next time bye.